What's up, my friends? You are listening to Connect You Waterloo, podcast dedicated to conversations with the most passionate people in the U Waterloo community. I'm Molly Liu, your campus connector. Through sharing, we can make our ideas go further. I guess we'll just start off by talking about more about like our programs that we're in,、um, and like what kind of path、um, we're like thinking of.、Um, Maddie or Jess, if you want to start us off, you go for it, Jess. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>、uh, so I am in my second year of health studies, just finished actually, and so what interests me about this program is that. It really allows you to get all of the prerequisites for med school while still developing an interest for public health and epidemiology. Nice. That was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of people. I am. Yeah, just finished my second year of Earth Sciences.、Uh, basically, I study rocks and the Earth and all that kind of stuff. It interests me. I don't know. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, I'd say.、Um, I mean, like, I think many of us are in that similar position where we're just like, "Hey, I like this. We'll just go for it."、Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much.、Um, so, like, is there anything that like you like in particular? Like, any highlights for、um, your first and second year?、Um, for me, I'd say, as far as my program goes, the biggest highlight I've had so far was. In the past fall term, so my two A, yeah, two A,、uh, we had a mineralogy course, and we went on a trip to Bancroft, Ontario. It's about five hours north of Waterloo. Oh yeah, I remember this. Field work, yeah, it was it was really cool. We got to map some outcrops and take samples and stuff, and it was a really good opportunity to get out and actually do work that I might be doing in the future and something I might be interested in. So it was a really cool opportunity. Yeah, that's really cool.、Uh, I think that's pretty unique too. I don't think we ever hear field trip anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> What about you, Jess? Uh, no field trips here. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are we going to go? The hospital. <laughs>、um, So、um, I think my best class so far has been a social determinants of health course, which really,、um, actually. We were able to watch the pandemic develop, and as bad as that sounds, it was a really interesting opportunity to watch COVID at the same time as learning about public health and just how we should respond to this crisis. So, yeah, a really interesting time to be in my program. Yeah. So you mentioned that you guys watch it develop, like so you collected data and you study that. Is that is that what you mean? Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Ah,、uh, not so much as we just watched the response and evaluated that to a certain extent. So. Okay. So was that like a part of the? Cor- did that just become a part of the course? It did. Yeah, <laughs> on the fly. <laughs> So yeah, yeah that's really more like a live case study.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that sure. Okay, yeah, that's really cool.、Um, I think that's that's something that、um, not many students can experience either.、Um, so can can、um, both of you talk about like 
the balance between like labs. So I, I assume both um, both of your programs have like labs and like courses. So could you um, talk more about that? Go ahead, Maddie. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah. In my first year, I had to take a lot of physics and chemistry and um, those courses had pretty intense labs. You do like three hour chemistry experiments and physics labs and that kind of thing. Um, as far as my earth science courses go, I've had maybe three or four that have had labs, I think. Um, and so not, not too heavy on the lab work. Um, and it's all usually just to go over practical aspects such as using microscopes um, and identifying samples and stuff like that, that uh, really they end up being their three hour lab section and usually you can leave after an hour or two. So it's not, not very heavy lab work in my program. Uh, my program is pretty similar and just heavy lab work in the first year and it kind of tapers off towards third and fourth years. Um, but I think we can all agree that with three three hour labs, it's most important to actually work on something throughout the week and not leave it till the end because a lab report will really sneak up on you always. But <laughs> same here with just the chemistry and biology labs. So would you say is what you guys, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. Would you no, say is what you guys expected before you enter the program? I didn't know what to expect at all, but <laughs> no, I, I've been really enjoying the balance between science and learning about public health. So, and the labs are pretty much what you expect from a first year lab. Yeah, I know starting at Waterloo in my first year, I was expecting it to be my hardest year of school, having to take two calculus, two physics, two chemistry for the whole year, just courses that are not my strong suit and not really what I'm interested in and it was really tough that year it was the worst marks I've had probably the most I've ever worked at any courses um but now I'm lucky enough that I don't really have to do any of that anymore for my program and I get to take the earth courses and the stuff that I'm actually interested in um so Maddie uh can you, can you talk a little bit more about like transferring in um and yeah. how, what that experience was like yeah it, so I I'm in my second, so I just finished my second year at Waterloo, but it's my third year of school because I started at Laurier a year before I came to Waterloo. Didn't really know what I wanted to go into out of high school. I pretty much said I was going to go into a general program, and if I wasn't going into a general program, I would have ended up doing another year of high school. Um, I ended up going into general arts at Laurier, and through that I got to take almost exclusively elective courses and really try to figure out what I was interested in and I took a couple of geology courses and I loved them but mm. unfortunately wasn't offered at Laurier as a major as a full program so I did the transfer process to Waterloo which was a wild time I <laughs> didn't have because I had gone into arts at Laurier I didn't have all the prerequisites I needed for a science program so on top of taking my second semester course load at Laurier, I was also taking grade 12 biology and calculus online and had to get oh. all of my marks to be good enough to get into Waterloo. It was really crazy and very busy, but I pulled it off somehow and I'm very happy I did because I love my program. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Like a lot. Yeah, very impressive. 
So um, from where your program is now, and maybe we can center this around like the pandemic, um, where do you see like the development of like each of the programs? Um, that... I'm not quite sure what you mean. So, or um, what do you expect to see um, happen in like third and fourth year? And um, I assume, you, well, you guys have like more specific programs. So like, where do you think it will be steering towards? Uh, well, I know for me, I am actually supposed to be going on an exchange to Norway this coming fall. This so, <laughs> oh, well, I'm supposed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now, um, it's not for certain, but fingers crossed. And I think that's one thing that really varies with the pandemic is I'm not sure if I'll be in Waterloo or be in Norway or be at home studying. So I think there's a bit of uncertainty for all students as to what to expect for coming years. Mm. Um, and we're really just playing it by ear right now, right? So. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in a similar position. <laughs> a little bit different. I am also supposed to be going on Exchange to Norway. Mine wouldn't, I wouldn't be leaving until January. So a bit more likely that it'll happen, but still is up in the air. And then as far as the fall term coming up, I don't know. I'm supposed to be dawning again. I don't know what residences are going to look like. I don't know what courses are going to be online or in person. So I really, lots of questions and no answers really. Right. Um, well, uh, I'm going to start shifting this towards more like a career oriented um, kind of track. So with like the programs that you're in, like, do you see yourself just following this for career path? Or are you doing this right now as to like learn and maybe develop certain skills to like steer off? Um, could you talk a little bit more about like your thought process for the future? So for my future, I am planning on applying to med school. Four med schools actually, U of A, U of C, UBC, and Northern Ontario. And so this summer, um, it's interesting because with the pandemic, I have actually don't have a job. So I've been studying for the MCAT and it really, it ties in a lot with my courses. And I think undergrad has been less so about actually preparing me for med school and more about developing my interests and really being involved with the community and learning more, less about what I want to do later on and just developing those experiences that would make me more better at what I would like to do. So, cool. yeah. <laughs> um, for me, the way I kind of looked at it coming into university is I want to study something I'm interested in because then I'm more likely to do well at it as opposed to if I picked something that I think would give me like a high paying job in the future or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, as well as I know, I know that in earth sciences that like in that field, there are lots of job opportunities. And so if I'm studying what I enjoy, I will likely be able to find a job that I also enjoy in my field because there are opportunities out there. I don't, really know exactly what that looks like i've got you know a couple years left to figure it out but we'll see <laughs> yeah i think um including myself i'm i'm in that boat where it's just i think playing with uncertainty for now is okay because we still have the safety net um 
maybe a few years down the line we won't but uh until then we still have some space to figure it out mm-hmm. okay now let's move away from the program a little bit <laughs> let's talk about like say the extracurricular or the sports team i heard both of you guys are on varsity rugby yes we are so, like yes. i'm like all three of us are very interested to like to hear about like you guys' experience, how do you guys get in, and then the highlights of the year. Yeah, and then just general, like how does one get into varsity and how does like the competitions look like? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> go ahead. So I think as far as, you know, getting into varsity sports for both of us, it was really kind of just a matter of showing up. This is not the case for most varsity teams, I'll say that. For a lot of them, you have to have a really high caliber of skill. And both of us are good at rugby. But when we came in in our first year, it was one of the worst teams in the province. (laughs) The Waterloo Women's Rugby team was. So it wasn't exactly the most difficult to make the team. However, that being said, we have had a change of coaching. And in the past year, our team has improved exponentially and we're looking at recruiting for the next year and I think it's going to be we're looking at trying to build up the team and become a much better competitor towards the other universities um, and it's it's a lot of fun it's a lot of hard work but definitely worth it I'll second what Maddie said about our team wasn't exactly spectacular I mean I had only had about seven weeks playing sevens rugby and then all of a sudden I decided to take my only skill of tackling and say, oh, I'll try out for 15s. <laughs> and so um, they're completely different sports, honestly. The only thing that's the same is tackling. Um, you need to learn different plays. It's a lot more complicated. And so our training in the first year, it was a bit messy, but it has been a rigorous year for us and we have developed so much. Um, and it keeps us it's really nice to be a part of a community at u waterloo like to go into that in your first year and just have that set of friends and people to support you has just made the experience so valuable yeah absolutely i think i mean my two closest friends that i've met at waterloo would be jess and our other friend sage and the three of us all met through rugby so finding that obviously it doesn't have to be a varsity sport or something but finding that thing that you can get into and you can find people and connect through a common interest is really important and can help you meet some really awesome people. Nice. Um, how would you say, like, uh, how do you balance your time between, like, say, um, study and sports? Because I know, like, especially varsity, it does require you to commit um, a chunk of your time into practicing and competing. Like, how do you guys balance that? I think it just has to become almost a lifestyle. It doesn't, it's not something you have to do, but if if it's something you love and are able to make time for it, Mm. it's not, oh, I'm struggling to balance, but it's more, I'm going to do this work ahead of time because I want to make time for practice. I don't want to miss out on practice. And so that's why it's important to be involved in things that you're very passionate about because as long as you, when you sit down to study, your brain is focused on studying, you can get your work done and be on the be present on the field when you're there as well. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's not 
it's definitely not easy to balance when you have a lot of things going on but it, it's about prioritizing to make sure that you can be there when you need to be and I've definitely had times of I was at rugby practice and I left and immediately went to campus to write a midterm because I put in that work beforehand so that I could be there at practice and be there for my team because it is important to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So from what it sounds like, it would seem less so as like the responsibility of like being there, but rather the responsibility of being a teammate for like your team. And it seemed less so as like a chore or something at the back of your head, but something that you wanted to do. And that sounds great. Yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, so on top of this balance, um, something that you both are, are Dons. Um, so how, how has that experience been <laughs> with everything? I think <laughs> when you talk about, yeah, balancing even just varsity sport in school, and then both of us decided we're going to add another layer to that, and we're going to be Dons this year. <laughs> and that was quite a time especially the the rugby season is right at the beginning of the year it starts about a week week and a half to two weeks before the term starts with training camp and then you're right into it with your first game is first week of classes and there's just it's just going and so you're, you're getting into school season is in full swing and then not only being a don at the same time but also being a first time don and trying to right. figure out how to do that role and how to do it effectively and it was a crazy time and to have Jess with me that whole time dealing with the same things I was dealing with we were like very much in the same position was Mm. incredibly helpful and could not have done it without her I couldn't have done it alone as well I mean it took I took a reduced course load because I had a very heavy semester originally paired with donning and rugby And so I had to fly into Waterloo two weeks before classes started and it was an overnight flight. And immediately first thing when I flew into Waterloo, we had a practice that morning for training camp. And so we had one week of grueling training in the sun. And then without skipping a beat, both of Maddie and I show up for residence life dawn training for an entire week. While we're dawn training, we're also at rugby practice in the evenings. And then all of a sudden we meet 50 some students who look up to us. And we're so, for that first week, I think we were so unsure. I could have been asking students for help because it was just such an experience. But it was definitely to have somebody going through that exact same experience was so helpful because was it ever overwhelming for a bit of time? So what, what would your one tip be for students um, going into a similar like mentoring role while um, who are who also experience the same things of trying to balance so many uh, aspects of their life? So I would say I think it's most important to be genuine with your students. I think that helped me to gain trust and just be open and honest with my students is not telling them, oh, you can get through this or like, just put your mind to it just work hard university with other with other commitments on top of it is so challenging and sometimes it's just gonna suck (laughs) Mm. sometimes you have a week of three midterms and two papers and practices or other commitments and you just have to be 
honest about how much you can take on and for donning be honest with your students about how much let them be honest with you about them feeling that they might not be able to accomplish something because that's okay too yeah i think definitely people value someone else being genuine towards them and i think that as a don showing your students that i'm not always doing the absolute Mm -hmm. best and sometimes i'm really stressed out and sometimes it's hard but it's going to be all right and you're going to get through it and i think i mean Kevin, you were my student. You know that I was stressed yeah. as hell sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, it definitely helped to show that, like, hey, we're all, you know, we all got our own things, and um, it's nice to have support. Um, just know that where they are. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. To wrap up, so if you were to have the chance to go back to um, the very beginning of undergrad, what would you say to yourself? And like, what are some suggestions you would like to give to students who are entering your program and faculty? I think I would tell myself that it's okay to be scared, that you have to be scared. Because undergrad is a scary experience. You're entering a new environment with new people, but you really just have to put yourself out there. And I, I never would have joined women's rugby without playing 15s ever before if I wasn't okay with putting myself in an uncomfortable position. And I think it's going to be one of my favorite memories for years to come is just growing with a team like that. So it's okay to be scared. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I would say sort of along the same lines of just take chances. And if there's something you want to do and you're scared to do it, just try to get yourself to do it because it could turn out to be really incredible. And some like a lot of the times the best things come out of doing something that you're scared of or something that's going to be tough but it can be so rewarding and one other piece for university students coming in is i think one thing that's important to remember is that it's okay to change programs because i know that was the case for maddie is that sometimes you'll have your heart dead set on something and you come in and you realize it's not for you but that's okay that's university is the time to learn about what you like and if you if that means changing your program that's a completely normal and okay experience <laughs>